This is Matt at Obsessive Viewer. This is Tiny at Obsessive Tiny. And this is Mike, and you can find me at I am Mike White on Twitter. And this is ObsessiveViewer.com's The Obsessive Viewer Podcast. All right, welcome everyone to episode, the latest episode of the Obsessive uh, Podcast. We're recording this a little out of order, so there's not really an episode number, but I'll plug in one. So this is episode of the Obsessive Viewer, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're well, That's some strange laughter there. It is. Yes, Mike, would you like to introduce our guest? I'd love to. Uh, we kind of just did an episode. We call this a bank episode. And so we recorded this one a while ago, but I just thought on the fly, I've been wanting to have, uh, my brother on the podcast for a long time. So, uh, my brother is, is here with us today talking via Phoenix, Arizona. Say hi, Kevin. Hey guys. Welcome, Kevin. Kevin. Thank you. Yeah. Um, now I don't really, I don't, we, we haven't really talked that much you and i but i mean we we we, uh we know each other obviously but uh put a lot of halo 2 together yes (laughs) and the uh the what i find funny is that mike's dog is also named kevin (laughs) and that's just i find that just hilarious that's awesome to me um but if 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 i i think that you're my favorite of the two so Yes, winner. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the jury's out for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Only one of them licks peanut butter off my nuts. Jeez, and, and I won't tell you how I feel about that. <laughs> thus, you won't be able to tell to which Kevin I'm referring. Right. <laughs> you can only train dogs so much. <laughs> jeez <laughs> oh, can only train little brothers wait, so much wait a second <laughs> uh i just remember when i went to when i was visiting mike and me mike and kevin went to court and uh for a thank you jade show and i remember kevin just peed in the truck and mike was so mad <laughs> oh man uh, good time and then he licked my face yes he was biting me. It was weird. <laughs> uh, that was before I got the dog. Right. <laughs> uh, All right. We could really go on forever with this Okay, show. we really can. Um, so today we're talking about guilty pleasures. It's kind of the spur of the moment kind of episode for us that, uh, well, it's been kind of in the works for a while. Um, Mike suggested it. If, well, it's been a couple months, so. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, sorry to have to take so much time to do it, but. Um, okay. um, but so. Why don't we start with defining the guilty pleasure? Like we're going to be talking about movies and TV, um, um, as we are want to do, I guess. Um, well, it's it's tough uh, for a couple reasons, and I, and I'm gonna let Tiny take over in a second because I think he said it best. But I also want to add, calling it a guilty pleasure is tough because I don't feel very guilty about a lot of the things I like. You know, sometimes my wife makes me feel a little guilty for all the comic books I spend money on, but I don't 
like I wouldn't call that a guilty pleasure. Right. Um, right. So Tiny, if you don't mind repeating yourself uh, for our listening audience, well, how how would you describe guilty pleasures? I I would describe it, and I think there's two different definitions. I mean, you can interpret it however you want, but I, I kind of feel like guilty pleasures include, you know, you can kind of say that it's something that you like in spite of the fact that it's not good. Um, <laughs> kind of liking crappy stuff, essentially. Mm-hmm. But also, I think it can mean anything that you are a fan of and you like that you kind of feel guilty admitting to liking to a particular group, maybe. Um, like Mike said, he feels guilty about the comic books to an extent, but it's only because his wife makes him feel that way. Good right. job getting married, buddy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that's that doesn't. I, I agree that doesn't qualify as a guilty pleasure because he's right. not guilty. Be- he doesn't feel guilty because he likes it. It's it's for a different reason. So yeah, yeah. I like yeah. the the first way you put it because for me, I'm not guilty to admit to watching anything. It's more of it's not. It's not a critically acclaimed movie, or it's not. It's not something that's known to be good. Yeah, right. That's what a to me is a guilty pleasure. Yeah, there are different sure. levels to to movies and TV. Like you get different different um, degrees of entertainment from things. And I mean, if there's no like harm in, I mean, guilty pleasure is kind of a term that's has some negative connotations. But there's really no harm in finding entertainment in something. Yeah. I mean. That's the idea, really. Yeah, and it's just, it's something that... There are also, there are also really bad movies that everybody recognizes as really bad, and their enjoyment kind of comes from laughing at how bad they are. (laughs) Yes. Right. And I know you kind, you, Matt, kind of like those, and Tiny, you might like them too. I don't know if we talked about it. I don't like those experiences. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't have a good time watching trash movies. I still want to see The Room, but I've never seen it. Yeah, I still haven't seen it yet either. Uh, Keystone Art keeps having like, uh, occasionally they'll have midnight screenings of it. And I really want to go to one, but I'm not sure if I want to watch it before I see it in a theater or experience it with everyone there. Yeah. Like, didn't you enjoy watching Twilight? Oh, that was. <laughs> oh, I freaking love Twilight. Really? Yes. Oh, that it. was not for me. The first Twilight movie is a masterpiece of cinema trash. <laughs> <laughs> all of them, all nine of them, or however many there are, they're all just hilarious. It, they're they're hysterical. What I we can jump into the discussion now. Actually, yeah, yeah. ready, go. Um, Twilight is. Did I did I steal you? Is that what you were going to talk about? No, I didn't even think about it until okay. you mentioned it. Well, so. here's an impromptu one. Twilight, go. All right, so <laughs> Twilight is, like I said, a masterpiece of cinema trash in that it's. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe someone who knows the franchise better can speak with more authority about it. They didn't have (laughs) like teenage girl. Yes. (laughs) They didn't have um, the budget for for a big scale movie like that. And when it first came out, I mean, it's I mean, it's just horrible special effects and just I I don't know if there's any acting in the movie. (laughs) It's like it's that bad, and the script is just atrocious. Everything about it's just awful, and and it kind of exposes you to the absurdity of the plot. In that, okay, it's uh, it's a vampire who's been alive for like a hundred years or something, who's chasing after a sixteen-year-old girl. Okay, yeah. but it's but it's okay because he's like in a sixteen-year-old body or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. 
but he's that's still the least of my problems. With. <laughs> yeah, but he's still a hundred years old or whatever, so it's still really gross. Um, and you then, just don't understand love, Matt. You don't I, get it, Matt. I, you don't get love, cold I, heart. I was angry watching the movie. Let me tell you, <laughs> I saw the first and second one ones at midnight. I watched them at midnight. Why? Premiere. Well, wow. I dated a girl at the time. I dated a girl at the time who was a fan. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> and we watched the first one in theaters, and it was like hot and sweaty. I I I had to be one of maybe six males in the whole theater, <laughs> and my girlfriend was to my left, and some strange woman was to my right. Who every time Jasper came on screen, she would go, "Oh, Jasper, <laughs> <laughs> Jasper, Jasper." His name's Jacob. No, no, oh. Jasper is one of the Cullen kids. Oh, really? Cullen okay. Family members. No, well, I remember it. <clears throat> yeah. Now you see, but that's what. That, even more yeah. to her point, like he's one of the deep cuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's one of the obscure. Oh, Jasper, they <laughs> found the perfect guy. Uh. <laughs> wow. Team Jasper. Yeah. And, it, and that's that's part of the like the the like double standard of the whole franchise is like it's so acceptable and normal for like grown adult women and I don't mean like 25 20s women I'm talking like 40 year old cougars mm-hmm. who love the twilight saga <clears throat> and they <Our> love cuz <laughs> cuz if you if you do the reverse right if it's a bunch of 40 year old dudes going to see <laughs> the opposite where it's a boy who, or I'm saying, like you know, I'm saying it's like the the, yeah. the girls are all hot teenage girls. It's so creepy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it, it would true. not be acceptable. Yeah. Kevin, makes did you me, see Twilight? Makes me mad. Yeah, I, I think I've seen them all. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen all of them, uh, except maybe the last, the very very last, like part two of Breaking, Breaking Dawn. Dawn. Yeah, there's five of them, right? There's five movies. Five movies, yep. four stories. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I've seen them all. I've seen all of them. I like them. I like them. They're fine. Yeah. That's it. What, That's all I got for those. The problem, <laughs> the problem I have with them is that each movie gets progressively better just in terms of um, quality of, of movie. And, I mean, they're all trash, but, I mean, Edward calls Bella her, his spider monkey <laughs> when they're jumping through trees uh, in yeah. the first one. And you can't compete with that. So it's kind of, it's almost like, uh, like the sequelization of it is just, is like it, it, you can't recreate the magic of the first one, even though the magic is not the magic that delusional people have for it. But anyway, um, and then some of the decisions they make are just so ridiculous. Yes. Yes. It's like really, uh, it's such a, it's, it's a mess. Like to make a movie. (laughs) (laughs) uh one of my favorite things and then we can we can move on to another topic or another another title but um my favorite thing is in the like in the movie they're talking about like they're in the forest and and she's all like um she's all like oh you're a vampire and all that and then he's like the movie if you watch it he's like it's condoning abusive behavior like an (laughs) abusive relationship and it's mm-hmm. it's it's really messed up because he's like you're like heroin to me and I want to um or he's like 
he's like, I want, it's hard for me to be with you because I want to eat you and all this. And like, he, like, mm-hmm. it's like, I want to, I want to kill you. And, and like, he's, he's saying these things. And then when he, which is also a metaphor for how badly they want to have sex with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And teenage girls are eating it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, um, and then the other thing is that like he, when he saves her from it, there's a great riff tracks uh of it but when he saves her and like he runs and blocks the van from crushing her he's like he's she's like whispering to him like why did you you saved me how did you do that and he's like if you say anything to anyone no one's gonna believe you (laughs) it's like okay all right that's cool that'll be wow that's gonna end in a murder suicide yeah um (laughs) uh it's just it's such a mess i and i love it so much me too. I love it ironically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. I guess I have to watch it with yeah. different eyes. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. So who wants angry. to go next? What's that? Who wants to go next? I'll go next because I, I know we'll have conversation about this if you guys don't mind. Go ahead. Yeah. I really liked the movie Spider-Man 3. Ooh. What? I like the movie <laughs> Spider-Man 3. Okay. I'm on board. <laughs> every opinion, every opinion I have of you just changed. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> you know, I love it for I love it for some different reasons. I've my feelings about it have changed a lot over time. I the first time I saw it, it was like, yeah, it was pretty good. Second time I thought I was, you know, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Uh and then just so my feelings about it have wavered and just kind of overall uh it works it works for me. And and I'll tell you, it works for a couple of reasons. I love comic books. I love the source material on which these movies are based. Uh, The first Spider-Man movie is great. The second movie is perhaps even better uh, as movies, but as adaptations of comic books, the third one is so glossy and colorful and comic booky that I won't call it my favorite, but I think it does what the first two didn't in terms of comic book adaptations. Um, I love the idea of a character coming back to life. It's just so comic booky to me. The whole, um, the whole story of the villains as jam packed and, and controversial as that was, was, was fun and, and colorful and action packed. Um, the special effects, I don't want to call them top notch, uh, but they improved on what they did in the first two movies and were still fun to watch. I also think that uh, the the thing people complain about most was emo Peter Parker. <laughs> and I really appreciated that scene. I We were supposed to laugh. People were like, why did they do that? And you're supposed to say, because he looks like an idiot because he he is a dork. And what the symbiote does is it amplifies your personality. So he's just going to be a bigger, douchier dork. And that's exactly what he did. And that's exactly what they, Sam Raimi did in the movie. And I thought it was perfect. It was cringeworthy, but it was purposefully cringeworthy. Um, so that is one of the things that bothers me the least. Uh, there, there are some acting issues in it yes. that I have, some script issues that I have. But I, I really enjoy the movie. And I don't think it's nearly as bad as a lot of people say it is. Okay, I'm sorry. Just to clarify the the um, what do you call it? The 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 symbiote. black ooze or whatever that essentially yeah, the symbiote. The symbiote that it's supposed to amplify who you are inside and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So. So but Eddie in a Brock's, negative way. 
Eddie Brock was like a jerk then, essentially? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I did not know that. I I, I am one of the people who hated the uh, emo Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, I, I really, 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 really hate the third Spider-Man movie. <laughs> um, and I, it's funny because we just went through this whole tirade about how, you know, Twilight is trying to be really good, but it's it just comes across so bad, and it's hilarious. I, I feel I feel like Spider Man Three should be the same way. I should find it hilarious, but I just can't. I don't know why. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> um, I, I I remember seeing it in the theater. Matt and I saw it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited. I was like, "Oh, Spider Man 3. and I wasn't even that crazy about the first two movies, but. I thought it was going to be all dark and stuff, which I, I'm a fan of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oh, it's I just, absolutely not. It's not. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what that's what drove me drove me nuts. And I feel like we're, as has been evidenced by so many films over the last decade, I feel like we're kind of in a Matt, Matt has mentioned this before how we're kind of in a very dark phase mm-hmm. as as fans, I think, and as consumers of of movies and television. I feel like so many things are dark now. Um, Matt, Matt brought it up in the, in the fact that so many television characters now are anti-heroes. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like being dark is done, has been done so well over the past decade um, in just countless movies and television shows. And the glaring, the glaring mistake of trying to do that, I think, is, has been Spider-Man 3. Because um, it just... I feel, I feel like it should have been dark. Yeah. But it just... It, it wasn't, and if they or they were either they were trying to and they failed, or they just failed to do it initially. Yeah, uh, I would say a bigger failure was Man of Steel in terms of trying to go. I I guess my point is some things try to go dark, uh, or, or some things in general need not be dark, and I don't think Spider Man needs to be dark. Um, and maybe it's just because I believe Sam Raimi and, and I'm also trying to make my point. I don't know that he was going for dark. I think he was, okay. I think he was pressured by the studios to do Venom. Um, from mm-hmm. what I understand, he didn't want to do Venom. He wanted to do Sandman and Vulture and they made him do Venom. So I, I don't think it really skews all that dark. I think that's just kind of, um, you know, cause you see the dark posters because he's, because he's got the black symbiote costume. I think that's the way it goes. Um, mm-hmm. I think Man of Steel is a failure by your description. And we kind of talked about that before in, in one yeah. of our earlier episodes. Yeah. Um, but a lot of dark things are great. Make no mistake. I, I right. love mm-hmm. what has happened. Yeah. With with Spider-Man 3, for me, it's... I can I can understand your point about emo Spider-Man, about emo Peter Parker. I can I can understand that, and I can respect that as something something that was done but i don't think that it deserved to have that much to be that central to the story that was being told mm-hmm. um like i understand if it amplifies his douchey behavior his dorky behavior to make him a douche that's fine that's fine have a scene or two devoted to that to show us for comic relief but don't make it this big this big centerpiece of drama that it that, that it was played out to be that culminated in him accidentally hitting her or whatever. Yeah. Because that's just going to have audiences laughing, laughing their asses off at you. Yeah. And Tobey um, Maguire is awful also. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's, <laughs> we, we know that. We know you feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get it in there. That's okay. We, we know you feel that way, Tiny. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, Kevin, where do you stand on Spider-Man 3? 
I was the same way as you. I, I enjoyed Spider-Man 3. It was easy for me to look past. You know, I don't, I don't know that I agree with the, uh, the email Spider-Man. I think that part's kind of ridiculous. And when you first, when you first said Spider-Man 3, I was like, you know, the only part I don't like is email Spider-Man. Hmm. Other than email Spider-Man, I'm fine with it. And I agree with, with Matt is it's, it's kind of central on, on a big part of the movie of, uh, of him bumping into, um, Mary Jane and yeah. screwing up, right. but yeah, I like that. I'm I'm into it. Okay. I'm into it. Um, All right, so we're split on that one. Yeah, and I also, I also think that the stuff with with uh, James Franco uh, is with, awful, with, it's, especially it's when so he's in horrible. the hospital. Yes, and it's like you mentioned uh, script issues and stuff. That was, I mean, it was from when he's in the hospital when he's like, when I mean, it's spoiler alert, I guess. When he's telegraphing the ending of the movie with, like, I would do anything for them. I would die for them. Uh-huh. It's so, so in your face and transparent and just, or whatever. It's it's just, it's so like, okay, well, he's going to sacrifice himself. It's going to be that common trope. Um, and then when he and Mary Jane are are dancing to yeah. twist and shout while they're doing the dishes... <laughs> Two dance numbers in the movie. Yes, <laughs> I yeah. I would go on record and say that was like Sam Raimi. Uh, I felt like that was Sam Raimi pressured from the studios, but also kind of doing his thing. That, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you're gonna force me to put Venom, I'm gonna do a fuck you dance scene. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. You might be giving him a little too much credit. Uh, yeah, I maybe, might be. but. Yeah. I just like in my head anytime I see that movie I've seen the movie maybe twice or three times and every time it's like I'm has anyone has anyone on the planet saying twist and shout and 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 danced in the kitchen while doing dishes with their with their friend's girlfriend has has anyone done that anyone? probably actually I, I, yeah I, surely really? seriously yeah yeah maybe I just have a sheltered life but yeah. um, maybe you don't dance enough. I don't. I don't. I dance well, like no one's watching. Anyway, um, <laughs> no. And and just in um, also amnesia. Just come on, amnesia. Oh yeah, comic books. So comic books. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and also, and, and we talked about how the darkness of it, and I think, or the I don't know. However, darkness affects the movie, but I, I think it's pretty clear they were trying to go dark with James Franco's character. That's obvious. I mean, he turns into a villain, uh, mm-hmm. and it was horribly done. It was mm-hmm. awfully done, and and even a, a dark villain like uh, they got a great actor like Thomas Hayden Church who yes. was having such a surge of his career. He basically mm-hmm. didn't have a career before that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, wings. Yeah, but okay. I'm saying he settled down, was in, Matt. It was in about the crapper. Wings. <laughs> I'm saying his career was in the crapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so he, they got this awesome actor. Who's really good, and they gave him this, these terrible lines. Mm-hmm. He's the best part of the movie, but the character's still just not very good. I mean, yeah, yeah. the movie should have been about him. Yeah, and I've yeah. said that before. Also, make no mistake, it, it's a guilty pleasure. I'm yeah. I'm aware that it's not a right, great movie. right. Yeah, okay, okay. I'll, 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 3, I will put that out there. Yeah. It's 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 uh it's the worst of the spider-man trilogy mm-hmm. and it's at the low end of some comic book movies yeah 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 it's better than fantastic four one <laughs> and two <laughs> i don't know about that i saw <laughs> i saw fantastic four in the theater and i have no memory of it 
I, I just That's it's good. you're better for it. It's such I mean it was such an inconsequential experience for me that I was just like, all right, never gonna see this again, never gonna have any hope to or any desire to see this again. Yeah. And that's yeah, it. I didn't even I didn't even see this the second one. Yeah, yep. that was stupid. That was so yeah. bad. Um, and it's funny, just a small tangent here. I I remember when Chris Evans was cast as as Captain America, and like people I knew, like they were up in arms, like, no, but he's the Human Torch, and I'm like, but those movies sucked. Um, <laughs> uh, but we're trying to forget those movies. Yes, <laughs> don't pretend like they're canon to the cinema cinematic universe because they suck. Yeah. Um. Mm. So yeah. So who wants to go next? Uh, I can go. I can go next if you want. Do it. Sure. Okay. Um. So I've said before, uh, I feel guilty just talking about this. So this this is this fits. I've said before that I'm I'm a fan of musicals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which just saying that sentence, I feel guilty. Yet you don't so, like the musical numbers in Spider-Man Three. Yeah. Uh, what well. gives, bro? <laughs> 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 yeah, those are awful. Um. <laughs> No, I I love musicals, and I don't know why. I think it's just maybe because I saw so many of them as a child. I mean, look at how many Disney movies have music in them, you know? Um, And in my opinion, like, this movie's probably in my top 20 of my favorite movies ever. Uh, The Sound of Music. Okay. Totally a guilty... I mean, I don't know if it really... I think it qualifies for for guilty pleasures because of the the second qualification i'm kind of i feel kind of guilty admitting how much i like the movie <laughs> okay. um because it's i think even objectively it is a quality movie i mean it won a bunch of oscars and stuff mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. it's still about this pretty white lady who falls in love and sings a bunch of songs you know <laughs> um yeah. it is set amidst world war ii um in austria so there's some some semi masculine things in there, but still it's, <laughs> it's about this lady who falls in love with this guy and all his kids and they sing a bunch of songs. Um, so I, I mean, there's not really much of a discussion here. It's just, I just feel guilty admitting how much I like it. So <laughs> I think it's, it's just that as a, as a burly masculine security guard man in Indianapolis, well, thanks for that. Why, mm-hmm. I don't know why Indianapolis mm-hmm. has any bearing for that ladies. But um, <laughs> you're just not in the demographic for it, and it's kind of exactly. It's an interesting. It's interesting that you would connect to it in that way. Yeah, I think I've only seen it once, and it was like music class in fifth grade <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's nice. long. Yeah. It's three hours long. Yeah, it's a long one. It's like a week long thing in music <laughs> class. It's like yeah, yes. movie time. Oh wow! I can't believe we used to like in school used to watch movies in parts like that. Yeah. yeah, that's just a small aside. We did, yeah. we did like just a tangent, but we did like a band of brothers in history class oh, for like two so two awesome. weeks straight. Oh, it was the best. That's You're so lucky. great. Yeah, wow, wow. stuff there. Nice. Um, but um, Matt, you haven't seen Sound of Music, have you? I borrowed it from you for about nine and a half months. Sure. Um, and I never <laughs> watched it. <laughs> it was sitting on my. Do I still have it? Or, no, I, I don't know. I think I gave it back because you were crying about wanting it back. I have the 50th anniversary Blu-ray. <laughs> oh, yeah, the big thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I gave it back because I was never going to watch that. Um, no, I will watch it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, have you seen it? What's that, Band of Brothers? No, Sound of Music. Sound of Music? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, f- I want to say in music class, but maybe also at home. It's like it's our mom's favorite movie. It's one of our mom's favorite oh, nice. movies. 
Oh, okay. So, huh. yeah, I've seen it. I'm surprised I didn't listen or I didn't watch it in in music class or sound class or the class or of sound class. class. Yeah, sound class or of. The, I was trying to make a joke and it failed. Damn it! Yeah, it did. You it failed in 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 music class or sound class or of class or the class. The sound of music. Get it? <laughs> oh God! Okay, oh, that so, was bad. That was, was horrible. Bad, that was really bad. That was really bad. I'm glad that, I'm glad it wasn't recorded or anything. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> that was a good little wince. Why didn't anyone like my joke? <laughs> uh, okay, so let's move the let's moving forward. Tiny, your opinion sucks because you like sound of music. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. No. Um. Yes, Kevin. I'm up. What You're up. I, I'm debating. How many of these do I get? Two? Can I do two? Uh, like, I mean, yeah. one, one now. Maybe You're our one. guest. Go as ahead. many as you want, buddy. Go nuts. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. I'll start. I'll start with one. Um, it's uh, more geared toward M Night Shyamalan fans. Oh. Um, and and I, you may have already guessed, but I'm talking about the village. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, pleasures. I yeah. loved the village, and uh, and you know. People went into it thinking M. Night Shyamalan is going to be scary. Sixth Sense was scary. Signs was scary. And people are expecting those pop-up scares and typical scary. But it's not that. And it's kind of a kind of a clever scary. You know, people say, oh, the monster in the woods. Yeah, it's a little scary. But, mm-hmm. you know, spoiler alert, they're not real. But, like, <laughs> you think maybe they're lying to them to make sure they're not afraid. And so it's like the debate of is that monster real or is it someone they know not actually going to hurt them? So I don't know. I just I just love a lot about the movie and uh, the way it makes me feel at the end. And I don't know. I just I dig it. And I was nice. confused and on the edge of my seat and everything. And uh, kind of a funny story. Mike and I actually saw this. I think it was a Thanksgiving movie or a, a Christmas movie or something on a holiday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we saw this in a theater. And there was like a version of it. Am I right about this, Mike? It like leaked and and we, we had, did uh, our our cut of the film was was not uh edited the microphones were not scrubbed out oh yes there's a big controversy (laughs) over this and what's crazy is like when you're watching this movie you might be thinking is this a reality show because you see these microphones (laughs) come in you're and you think you're on to it but Mm -hmm. it's just wow unedited but Mm -hmm. i don't know i dig it and a lot a lot of people just really following the m night Shyamalan movies you know you've got um going forward from the first one for me was the sixth sense and then unbreakable signs and then the village i think was kind of the downward spiral of m night Shyamalan because mm. after that was what lady mm. in the water the happening yeah. <laughs> the last yeah. airbender right. <laughs> but um i love the village so i would say lady in the water was the first step down yeah but, um yeah nice good pick man that, yeah. Uh, yeah you're totally right because it gets lumped in it gets lumped in with that with, with the that bad Shyamalan yeah. downfall, yeah, which is unfair. It is, and I saw it in the theater, and I was I think I was I was working in the theater when it when it happened, so or when it came when it happened, uh, when it came out, and <laughs> I got to see it. Like my theater ran it uh, j- just the night before it came out, so I got to see it the night before it came out by myself, like after work. Um, and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I loved um, 
uh, everything that Kevin said about it, and then also what again? Spoiler alert! But I mean, come on, guys. Um, <laughs> Ten years. I love. Yeah, I love. Uh, I love that right in the middle of the movie. I love the way that the storytelling is is separated. I guess it's like we have the first half of the movie set up, exposition, all that stuff, and then you have about the halfway points where the turn is where uh, Adrian Brody stabs. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. And it's Which was such, great. It was such an amazing scene. Um, cause there's like no sound. Yep. And mm-hmm. you don't hear it. And I think that that was just a, just to just get, hear the, the brutal stab. Yeah. You hear like the fit, fist to the chest. Yeah. I don't you know? even think you hear the stab cause I think they cut that out for the, uh, for the MPA, for the rating, for MPAA, um, for the rating of it. So it's just, it's just completely silent. And then you see him retract the blade and you think like, oh no, what happened? And then it's like from there, I mean, that drives the, the second half of the movie and what makes it so such a good movie for me <laughs> is that it, the love story is really nice. It's, it's, she's trying to save her, her, her boyfriend or whatever you want to call it. Um, and all that. And it just happens to be that it's just. I need to see it again, actually, because it's it's a really good movie, and I really liked the 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 music. Um, mm-hmm. Like it, during the first attack, or fake attack, or whatever, on the village, um, uh, you hear like this. It's like a very like violin centric music. I can't remember it that well, but I remember there being a very prominent violin. It was such a nice melody that complemented what was going on on screen so well. And I just I, I liked it. I liked the movie a lot, and it was the uh, it was the last the last good M Night Shyamalan movie. Mm-hmm. Although I haven't seen whatever that movie is with Will Smith. After, oh yeah, after, after Earth, Earth. Earth. After it's Earth. not bad. It's a decent movie. Yeah, it's not, it's not bad. Okay, I haven't seen it yet, but really, so, it got thrashed. That movie was yeah. thrashed. It's well, kind of yeah. it's kind of goofy and lame, but it, mm-hmm. it's good. I mean, it's entertaining. Okay. It is. Yeah. So, Kevin, do you? Uh, do you consider it a guilty pleasure because you think it's bad or just like why do you consider it a guilty pleasure? I'm just curious. I consider it a guilty pleasure amongst M night Shyamalan fans because I know that okay. everyone says, like Mike said, they group it in with the bad ones with lady in the water, the happening mm-hmm. last airbender. Gotcha. All that stuff. And I disagree with that because I loved it. But you talk to somebody who didn't love it, which is a lot of people. And, you know, I say it wasn't scary. It was lame. But mm-hmm. I, I I just took it for what it was. And, you know, I remember being scared several times. And one of the parts they're standing, and I forget who's up in there, but they're like up in a in a tower and you're looking down through a hole in the floor and mm-hmm. you see one of the monsters come scurrying by. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, whoa. But right. I just love I just love the trickiness of it, you know, and yeah. even, the tw- even the twist at the end isn't what, what I like. I just right. like. I like the confusion throughout the movie. Are they lying to her because she's blind and they want her to think that the monsters are fake so that she's not afraid? Mm-hmm. Or did he did he tell that tell her that so did he tell her that mm-hmm. to keep her safe and and make her fearless? Or did they did he tell her that because it's actually the truth? Right. You know, you don't you just don't know. And it's that's what I like, just the, yeah. the teetering of the emotions. Okay, cool. Yeah. The one blemish that I, cause I, like I said, I love the movie and I just realized Michael Pitt is in it. I forgot about him. Yeah. Um, but the one like big blemish that I can think of 
that I have a huge problem with is that the kind of lumped in, um, explanation at the end where, uh, I think it's M. Night Shyamalan's signature cameo, which is another conversation in itself. But, um, it's where he says like, yeah, they don't even let, they even, uh, even paid to have it on an, on the no fly, no fly list or whatever. You can't fly over it and all that. It just seemed like, okay, that is just a little, it's a little much. I mean, we can suspend our disbelief a little bit there. Yeah. But I mean, Mm -hmm. it just seemed like kind of a, it was necessary, but it could have been handled a different way. Yeah. Like that little piece of information. Mm-hmm. But that's nitpicking. I like the movie a lot. Um, Me too. Yeah, I remember enjoying it so much that, like, even the microphones, when we were confused <laughs> about what was going on, we were like just, just trying to come up with excuses for it. Yeah. Like, it, well, it, they were on a reality show, <laughs> and that makes it even better. Yeah. yeah, you were so absorbed in it that you figured that it, it had to be a part of it. Yeah. Right. That's good. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. Awesome. Uh, should we move on? Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Do uh, it. Do it. Is it my turn again, I guess? I guess you're yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I, I have a, I have a few, I guess, but I mean, these aren't really necessarily guilty pleasures in, in the sense that they're more for, more for nostalgia. But mm-hmm. I mean, house arrest. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry. House arrest, carpool, good burger. You can lump all those in with movies that I saw as a kid that I loved and I love now. Um, <laughs> which we had a discussion about good burger where it's Abe Vigoda's in it. Abe Vigoda is also in the Godfather. So technically good burger is as good as the Godfather, but we're doing a lot of association <laughs> yes. here. Like I thought someone was going to go to a Bryce Dallas Howard movie yeah. next. Because Bryce Dallas Howard was in Spider-Man 3. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I didn't even remember that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Huh. huh. So, I mean, let, let's let's talk about Good Burger, guys. I mean, why not? Should we? We should, because you are a very big uh, detractor of this movie, I believe, right? It's horrible. Dude, it's so it's an, good. It's this, an awful movie. The social commentary, it says, on our dependency <laughs> on... on <laughs> <laughs> on fast food what? chains, it's <laughs> just in in the plight of the minimum wage worker of the high school student wanting to repair Sinbad's car. Was it Sinbad? Yeah, yeah, it was Sinbad. Yeah, I have no idea. It's just it's you know it's a marvel of modern filmmaking. Um, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's based <laughs> on what do you got, Tiny? It's based on a sketch from All That, correct? Well, that's yes. neither here nor there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, how many? How many of like? Okay, let's let's compare it to a, an adult or a, 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 you know an adult version where it's like I don't want it to sound like porn. But you know what I mean? Like the, All That was a kid for was a show for kids. So the grown up version of that is SNL, right? How many of the SNL movies that were based on sketches really worked? And One. were really good Blues movies. Brothers. Um, Two, Blues Brothers and Wayne's World. Right. And That's it. Night at the Roxbury. Come on. Yeah. Please. Uh, okay, that might fall under this episode. Yeah. <laughs> we could do... Like how, Go ahead. You know, it's... How many crappy ones were there? Yeah, you know? that's true. Several. Superstar. Yeah. Night at the Roxbury. Yeah. I don't know. Probably some other ones. Ladies Man. Ladies Man, yeah. 
It's Pat. Anyways. Actually, I like it's Pat. Yeah. Was that SNL? That was SNL, yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm throwing down the Trump card. MacGruber. MacGruber. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I actually do like MacGruber a lot. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but, but I'm just saying. I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like, the skit. The skit on the show was based around this idiot who worked at this. If I'm remembering all that correctly, which I loved that show when I was a kid. Oh yeah. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, it's it the 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 skit revolves around this dumb kid who can't get things right at this fast food joint, and it's so it, it was funny on the show, but it was so one dimensional. That's true. And they yeah. just turned it into a whole freaking movie. It's like <laughs> it only it only works in this one small single scenario for a three minute sketch. You can't turn it into a ninety minute movie. That's, right, but you're just, missing the point. That's where that he just, was a dude and she was a dude. <laughs> but the but the point <laughs> oh Anthony. Yes. Is that we're all dudes. Oh, what? Mike. What? <laughs> You just blew my mind. Now you get it. I forgot Oh, my God. I got to go to Amazon right now and find a DVD for this. <laughs> nice. Oh, um, my gosh. Dude, I was so absorbed in the Good Burger phenomenon that I had the novelization of a... No way. Get out no, of here. ...of a never-made sequel. Get out of here. Where they had to go to... I think it was, like, Europe or somewhere to get the new secret recipe or something like that. I had that. And I wish uh, I still had it because I would review it for obsessivebooknerd.com. But anyway. In what format? Was it like a book? It was a paperback book. A little paperback what? book. Yep. Have, I'm going to look have it up Have you guys now. watched Good Burger since it's popped up on Netflix? Because I have not. I have it on no. DVD. I'm, I'm actually too scared. <laughs> it's yeah, been Matt has since the, the Nickelodeon yeah. days that I watched it. Oh, wow. I it mean, holds like... up. <laughs> Matt has the DVD. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, what I I love how I like Tiny. I have to I have to disagree with you. Okay. Um, it, that you can't. They made it successfully into a ninety minute movie because it played on the whole. Uh, Keenan, not oh, and that's another connection. Is Keenan eventually went to SNL? Um, he did. <laughs> and he can't close his mouth whenever anyone's saying anything. It's weird. Like if you see sketches of his, he reads the other people's lines as they're saying it. Like he mouths yeah. the words. It's it's a weird tick. But anyway, yeah, he's um, not good. Yeah, but I dis I dislike him on. He's not good. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. But the uh, I'm trying to find this book. Um, but they they play up the whole. Okay, yeah. Um, oh wow, I can't remember the character's name. Kel. Um, his his Ed. character Ed. Yeah, he's like the, he's this dim-witted guy, almost to the point of like mental disorder. <laughs> Right. Um, but it's like they, they play up this heartfelt kind of bond between the two of them where Keenan is basically, he's, he's using him to get money for this, for this recipe, for this, for the secret sauce. And he's using it to get money so that he can pay off, pay off his debt to his teacher and all that, <laughs> and all that. But, um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then he's SNL. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah, that was sorry. good. And then he's SNLing all over the place. <laughs> no, but it's in, it's kind of this, he's like, he knows he's using him and then he eventually becomes friends with them. And then like his, his love interest in the movie is all like, well, that's really, that's really awful of you to do that. And he's like, it's, there's a nice little, whatever step below drama is because it's not like a really pristine drama or anything, but it's, it's like, there's a nice little story there. And then they also play up the whole, it's Mondo Burger. Wow. Yeah. Mondo Burger. 
mm-hmm. um, the whole evil corporation or evil big chain restaurant across the street, which I always thought like that would be awesome to go to a place that's that huge and because it's like it's it's close to being like a theme park kind of thing or like a big attraction because it's not like a it's weird, um, but it, it's cool. Um, yeah, it's uh, the book by the way came out October first, nineteen ninety eight, called Good Burger to Go. Oh. Um, <laughs> this, by the way, is the most anyone has spoken about Good Burger since Good Burger came out. Yes. <laughs> by the way, except for I've Cal. seen the movie once. Matt forced it on me, essentially. Yes, because uh, he, he has the DVD. We watched it once, and I was like, the whole time, I was like, why are we watching this? This is I just I really, really didn't like it at all. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to read the the plot? No, the, I don't no. think so. No. I need to read the plot description of this book. Ugh. Seriously. All right. Good Burger to go. <clears throat> Good Burger's in trouble again. This time, they've been selling Ed's sauce without a license. But where's Ed? Running around the world trying to return a customer's change. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You can oh, find that book. Amazon by Steve. Oh, wow. It's not even in print anymore. <laughs> Oh, that's new and, collector's item. What there. new and used for one cent? Are I'm gonna you buy- se- <gasps> the the? Are you serious? The Good Burger sequel book is not in print anymore. It's sold um, out. Yeah. I cannot believe this. It's gone. Well, guess what, guys? <laughs> I just bought it used. Oh my god! <laughs> Look for a review of it on obsessivebooknerd.com. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, anyone listening want want to get to it? I just bought it from Quality Bargain Mall. Uh, they only have one in stock left, so. Okay, anyway, so, that's Good Burger. Wow. We all love it. It's you a perfect. so hard on that. It's a perfect movie. <laughs> um, yeah, so who's next? <laughs> I guess that's, I guess it's me. If I haven't tarnished our image. <laughs> Man, I have, I have so many. I have so many, and there really is not enough time to do all the ones that mm-hmm. I want to talk about. How how many do you think we'll be able to do? Um, I think this will probably be the last round. Yeah, last more. round? Yeah. Okay, so you it. just started that last round. Yeah. If you want to do like a lightning round thing, like quick then fire. I'm going to do a lightning round, and okay. then I'll and then I'll focus on one. Perfect. Okay. Uh, I'm going to consider Dexter a guilty pleasure because it was awful in the last few seasons. Uh, Nip Tuck, same reason. Dane Cook. Is kind of a guilty pleasure. I think he, for about two years, was funnier than people gave him credit for. Uh, the Saw sequels are a guilty pleasure of mine. I think they're great. Uh, the Daredevil movie I thought was pretty awesome. I think Dude Wears My Car is hilarious. Uh, Jackass, which actually has some critical critical success and is actually quite popular, uh, is pretty stupid, but I like it a lot. Rent, in the same vein as you, Tiny, with musicals. I loved Rent. Mm-hmm. And uh, Boz Lerman's Romeo plus Juliet. Oh, I, f- I feel like a teenage girl in 1998 <laughs> because I love that movie. But the movie I really, really must talk about, <clears throat> and this is the movie that almost spawns this conversation. Uh, oh. I love the movie Step Up 3. <laughs> oh, Mike. Just in you like- all sincerity, <laughs> I love the movie Step Up Three. For our you like listeners, the first two as well. I, you know what? No, I don't. And I, <laughs> uh, I've ne- I, the first one was, eh, it was kind of stupid. The second one, uh, I couldn't even finish. But the third one 
I really, really like it. I really like it. Okay, the I'll... dancing is incredible. I saw it in theaters <laughs> in 3D, mind you, in... and I was I was blown away. I was like, "This is awesome!" <laughs> <laughs> and, and I bought a oh. I bought a uh, I bought a TV, uh, a big screen TV, and I had a PlayStation Three, and I hooked the PlayStation Three up to it, and the first Blu-ray. That I watched on my new TV was Step Up Three because I knew I, it would. Go ahead. I was Kev. about ready to call you out on that too because <laughs> I, I watched it with you. <laughs> I, and I'll do you. I'll do you one better, Mike. I'm a trilogy guy. I dig all three of them, dude. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll watch all three of them. Uh, I got them downloaded on my hard drive. Nice. I mean, I paid for them on DVD. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so to clarify, Mike. You own Step Up Three on oh, Blu-ray. I, oh, oh, yes. I bought it new. I didn't even buy it used. I bought it new. The, the Blu-ray <laughs> to watch Blu-ray. as the very first. Oh yeah. wow! The very first uh, with, the, with the Pizza Hut pizza. I remember pizza that. Pizza. That's right. <laughs> yep. The second movie I watched was Human Centipede. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, uh, that one was not right. I wow. just like, and, and after I saw the movie, I I saw it with a girl who I dated for like three weeks and i regret that one but that's another conversation yeah. not for this uh podcast and uh and so like she was like oh yeah that was kind of cool um and then when it was over i was like yeah 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 whatever it was cool it was a it was it was a cool movie and <laughs> all while driving home i'm like dance and i'm like i could dance like that i could do that i could do that like speaking of the song, i downloaded the soundtrack when i got home I told, I was I was in it. I was in it. <laughs> I almost can't take you serious. Like I almost, it's almost like you're telling a joke. I like have you watched it while I say it. But I watched it. What's Matt that? Tiny, have Matt and Tiny at least seen it? No, I haven't. I shouldn't cast aspersions because I have not seen any of the Step Up movies. I haven't seen Step Up. I haven't seen Step Up to the Streets. Yep. And I haven't seen Step Up. Step three. Up Two is is the worst of the three. Ah. Yeah. For sure. I finish it. The first one I can watch. Second one's okay. The third one I dig it. But maybe I was biased because I sat down to watch it for Mike's first TV experience with his new TV, <laughs> and he was talking it up because he had already seen it. He's like, "Dude, we gotta watch, watch these it. dance scenes. Look at them dance. <laughs> oh, dude, this one's good right here. This one's good. <laughs> just, just watch. Just watch. Oh, that's great. That's adorable. Yeah, <laughs> is is Channing Tatum in all of them? He's not in the last one, is he? No, he's in the first two. He's not okay. in the third one, for sure. I think he's in the. I think he's in the first two only. Wow, that's the, I've only seen the first one. Well, then you're, that's you're missing out. Right. Wait, is there really? Is there really a? There's a step up four, 2012. There's a, there's a fifth one getting ready to come out. Yeah, and oh, oh man, I Sharni Vinson is in it. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce her name. I'm gonna say Sharni Vinson. Uh, she, who was also in your next, which I loved, which I was in my that one yet. top ten of 2013, and she can dance too. And the robot guy, the robot guy, he okay. was awesome. Please tell me that this is an actual robot and not a guy who does the robot. It's, no, it's he was in that. He was in the the Microsoft Service surface commercials you know have you seen those where he's like doing robot moves yeah for like two seconds yeah it's that guy yeah okay okay and by the way uh 
there is no Channing Tatum action in anything but the first. Ugh. Uh. Well, I'm not going to see anything more than the first. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Have to go see Magic Mike. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, but listen, but listen, again, to clarify, I understand that Step Up is not a good movie. Yeah, yeah. And I not. understand that the story is ridiculous. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> And that the 3D is a gimmick, and and I and I hate 3D. I hate 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 3D. We've talked yeah. about this before, right? But uh, but they can just dance. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just dance so well. Oh wow! I might have to watch oh. it now. Me too. I think you should. Me too. Um. Wow. I'll have to borrow yeah. your Blu-ray. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we could we could all have a party and uh and watch the whole the whole thing. It, we'll do, it go, we'll do our mean, own I, stepping up. We could do our own stamp stepping up. But right. I just love like the different styles of dancing. Okay. Um mm. there's a scene in there where like they're like dancing through the streets to kind of a remix of Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, which I think is cool. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's got it's got moments. Okay. Sure. Sure. Isn't that girl dancing through the streets? Isn't that she? She's from Nickelodeon, isn't she? A little connection there to Good Burger. Oh, oh I, I think she might her. be. Mm. I think she might be. I'll find out. Yeah, Just look it up. You. Thanks. So that's my that's my ultimate. Um, that was that was very illuminating, pleasure. Mike. Thank you. Very illuminating. Thank you. We learned a lot about you. Um, well, Tiny, do we? Who's um, or is it Kevin's turn? Uh, Tiny's before me. Okay. Yeah. Tiny yeah. lightning round. Uh, I don't really have that many. I I, oh. I didn't think of many. Um, okay. <laughs> should we keep this content just movies since we've done only movies so far? Um, we can. I have some TV that I'll throw in at the end, but I mean, it's just we don't need to talk about them. Okay, so I thought we might do a part two for TV. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Okay, so I'll just go with the movie. The other movie I have then. Okay. Um. It's also a musical type thing. No. Uh, <laughs> I, it's a recent movie, and it is pretty popular, actually. Uh, Pitch Perfect. Oh. I, yeah. That can't be a guilty pleasure, because I yeah, love that movie. Everybody likes that, dude. <laughs> really? No. Yeah. I, if, if you were, listen, coming from a teacher, mm-hmm. if you were to tell the kids that you liked that movie, yeah. I, no no fewer then five dudes would say, gay. Exactly. <laughs> gay. Yo, exactly. Tiny, that's not YOLOing, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. Gay. It's <laughs> I hate that. It drives me nuts. My <laughs> favorite think- thing, they'll say, oh, that's gay. And I'm like, well, a movie can't be gay because it has no feelings for other movies. It's an inanimate <laughs> right. object. You know what I mean. No. Gay. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I hate teenagers. Go ahead. Uh. <laughs> um, no, that's that's you hit the nail on the head because mm-hmm. it's. I, I think people like it for for various reasons. I think a lot of people like it because it's it's actually it's very funny. I think even objectively, I think it's. I think a lot of people would find it really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I like it because the music is awesome. <laughs> Seriously, it's the acapella. The acapella is hilarious. It's awesome. I got the soundtrack in my car, dude. I'm Me too. Nice. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I just I think it's it's I think acapella is like really fun. I mean, it's I think it's incredible how people can do that. Mm-hmm. Just 
get a group of people together and do that. It's, I think it's really, really incredible. Don't ever look at my YouTube history. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's, uh, I think that might be the reason why I like it most of all is because the music is just awesome. Um, but it is really funny and stuff. So, um, I, yeah, I, I had I th- it on my list too, but I took it off because I wasn't sure if it was guilty pleasure. Yeah, I'm not sure if it <laughs> so really. I'm with you. Yeah, I don't know if it really. I think I just kind of feel guilty. The reason why I like it because of the music, you know. Yeah. There's a bunch of hot chicks in it too, and so it's like, dude, I just like it because there's hot chicks in there. You know, so many guys <laughs> would say that. No, that's not. That's not why I like it. I like the music. Nice. So that's why I think it just maybe barely qualifies, at least for me. So how psyched are you that uh, Elizabeth Banks is going to be directing the sequel? Dude, I can't wait. Me neither, actually. I, I cannot aqua wait. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. It's going to be smurf-tastic. <laughs> I got one. F*** you guys. <laughs> Kevin's thoughts exactly. Uh, it's going to be aqua. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Kevin, lightning round. Kevin, who's never coming uh, back. I've got, I've got two for the lightning. Uh, first one, Hardball. With uh, I guess anything Keanu Reeves can be a, a guilty pleasure because he's a terrible actor. But I've got a sweet spot, a soft spot for, uh, for baseball movies. Okay. And this one's just Keanu Reeves, a bunch of kids. He's got a gambling problem. Um, I don't know. I just enjoy it for baseball. Um, okay. One of the only movies I ever cry in, my dog Skip consistently cry in that movie <laughs> um it's a sad one same thing soft spot for dogs so that's a guilty pre- pleasure mm-hmm. uh simply because i cry in it nice. um and then the one i want to talk about probably because you guys might have something to say about it it's kind of older uh 2004 movie the day after tomorrow oh <laughs> i do love that movie i love it i don't know why <laughs> i love it was it one Jake- of my Jake it's Gyllenhaal? like almost top ten. Yeah, Jake Jones. Yeah, and Emmy Rossum, who I Rossum. I had such a huge crush on her when I saw that movie. Dennis Quaid, yeah. man. Yeah. That's a Roland Emmerich movie. Uh-huh. Um it's uh and he's he's, you know, that actually ugh. anyway, um mm. no, I liked that movie a lot. I saw it in the theater because I was working in the theater at that time. Um and it was funny because I I was watching it and I like it's one of the few times where I I had to like step out to use the restroom real quick, um, not to get too gross. Um, no, I had to go. I had to run to the restroom real quick, and then I came back and like I conveniently missed the part with the wolves, which they are like these really horrible CGI wolves that come in and terrorize someone. Or I don't remember. They're not but, that. They're not that bad, are they? Well, when I saw it on, uh, when I saw it on like TV, when I, when I bought the DVD, no shame. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, it wasn't that bad, but I just imagine if I would have seen it on the big screen like that, then I would have, it would have tarnished my, uh, my, my opinion of the movie. But it was, it's a, it's a, it's a fun little movie. It's a fun, it's a fun. It's a feel movie. good. It's a feel good, man. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Mike always Mike always makes fun of me for it. Well, it's I like make a, fun. It's a top and you know 10 what? for me. That's why I wow. make fun. Because but I like to be it honest, so much. To That's be honest with you, I don't remember why people think it's so bad. I'm, I'm trying to think of it now, and I can't remember why people think it's so bad. I, I think it's just because of the preposterousness of the plot. Well, yeah. That's yeah, true. that's. I think that's why. Yeah. 
Uh, I think it's I think it's an okay movie. I'm not real crazy about it, but yeah, I think a lot of people say it's just oh, it's terrible, it's awful. I don't think it's not that bad. I yeah. think it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a fun fun a fun little adventure movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. A hell of a lot better than 2012. Oh, yeah, um, that was actually a bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll, I'll real quick go through my lightning round if you guys don't mind. Sure. Um, well, it's up to Tiny, I guess. Oh. What? It's, up to, it's Tiny's it? turn. Is it? Tiny's okay. No. With... Tiny already did one, didn't he? Oh, no, it's Kevin's turn. Went. Kevin's turn, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So you're have up. Anything more? Oh, okay. Um, Final Destination, first three movies. <laughs> Love each one. Ugh. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see those. And then also, uh, bringing it back to Roland Emmerich, I was a big fan of whichever White House movie he directed. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it was White House Down. Uh, I liked that movie a lot, a lot better than Olympus Has Fallen. Is that the the recent? Yeah. That's the one with, uh, Channing Tatum and, uh, my boy Channing. Yep. Chan Chan. (laughs) I thought that they had really good chemistry. I I watched that too. It was good. It yeah, was kind of like a fun buddy cop movie. Um, yeah. With a White House that was being destroyed. But, um, yeah, so those, those are good ones. Um, Cruel Intentions I own, but I haven't watched since I bought it. Haven't seen the movie in years, so I can't really speak to that. Wow. Um, but I do own it because it was like four bucks on Amazon. Um, you know, that, uh, Hot Rod. Gotta love Hot Rod. Yeah, people like that movie. I do. I like was, it too, yeah. I like it, yeah. One of my favorite lines is when he's asking, uh, when he's telling Isla Fisher, he's like, uh, who do you think would win in a fight, uh, um, a taco or, or a hot dog or something? And then she's like... If the age-old question. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, if we're, pl- if we're talking prison rules, then the, then the, then the, um, the taco hands down. And then he, all he says is just, it's so deadpan and so... So expertly delivered is well, that's a little racist, but um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, just like it kills me every time. Um, so yeah, yeah, so those those are mine. I I can think of more as soon as we finish recording, but you know, it is what it is. Good movies all around. Yeah. Um, I I find it funny that the majority of our guilty pleasures we all agreed upon. For the most part, yeah. For the yeah. most part, I mean, there were a couple. Tiny didn't like anything. Right. <laughs> I find it shocking that Good Burger is the most masculine movie on in the, yeah in the list. Uh, that's funny. That's true. Yep. So that about does it for for guilty pleasures. Should we should we move on to some quick potpourri? I think sure. so. Sounds good. Sweet. Well, for our listeners who don't know, and Kevin, this is your first time. I don't know if you listen to this show. Uh, we do potpourri, which is basically where we talk about anything we want, anything we've seen recently, anything we're really looking forward to seeing or, uh, to seeing or any movie or TV news that interests us that's kind of in the distant future. Um, so anything you want to talk about as long as it smells good. That's why we call it potpourri. So, uh, I'll give Kevin some time. So let's go with Tiny. You want to go first? Sure. I have a um, a streaming recommendation, actually. Um, It's a uh, show I've been watching on Netflix. It's called An Idiot Abroad. Oh, nice. um, It's produced by Ricky Gervais and um, Stephen Merchant. And it stars their 
idiotic friend Carl Pilkington. Um, it's a show that's on the Sky Network, and it's 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 a uh, the way I'll say I'll describe it is it is a, an extremely elaborate prank <laughs> that's 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 sh- presented as a travel show. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, if you don't know who Carl Pilkington is, I'm sure I'm sure you guys know who Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant are. They're uh, you know they make TV shows and stuff, and they're comedians. Um, they have a friend named Carl Pilkington who's he, he really is just an idiot. I mean, there's there, there's no more politically correct way to say it. He's just dumb, <laughs> and he has such he has such a unique worldview. Like he just he has an opinion on everything, but he he will have the most random, just weirdest opinion on things that that should be inspirational or 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 sad or delightful. He will just take it in the weirdest direction of how he <laughs> how he feels about it, and he's hard to explain. You just you just have to see him or listen to him on there. They uh, they have a podcast. I don't know if they still do their podcast or not. I don't know either. Um, but they they were they had a really popular podcast for a long time where it was essentially just Stephen Merchant and Ricky Gervais just riffing off of Carl Pilkington, just telling him about different things and seeing how he reacts to it, and it's hysterical. Nice. So basically, the show is they send him. I'm on the first season so far. They send him uh, around the world with a, a camera crew, and they send him to the seven wonders of the world to see how he will react to what are considered to be the seven greatest things that mankind has ever achieved. Uh, and it's just it's it's so 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 hilarious. Um, they intentionally try to put him in crappy hotels and make him eat at strange strange local restaurants who serve weird stuff. Uh, it it is hilarious just to see how he reacts to everything. Nice. Um, it's really it's really funny, but it's also really cool too because I it's on my bucket list to see some of these places, and uh, it's just so funny to see him. He's like, oh, that's just a wall. I don't. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I don't it's hilarious. It, it's really 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 funny. Um, it's three seasons. I don't know what the the other two seasons are going to be about, um, but it does have the you know the whole travel aspect to it. So. I think they just probably send him to some crazy places and see what he does. Um, I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix Instant. Um, it's really funny. Nice. I uh, I heard a lot of a lot of good things about that show, and I need to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know. Do you get the sense that Carl is putting up an act? No, no, okay. no, no, no. Because I think he played in the show Derek that that Ricky Gervais made for. Uh, well, it's on Netflix too. Mm-hmm. I I want to say that Carl plays kind of a serious role, like actual, like kind of an acting role. Um, mm. But I could be mistaken. But um, about the podcast, too, they they did the Ricky Gervais show of it, um, where they animated them talking. Which I'm in I'm in negotiations with HBO to do that for us. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really cool. I'll have to check that Not out. true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I recommend it. It's funny. Nice, cool. Uh, Mike, what do you got for us? Uh, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do two, but I'll do them quickly if you guys don't mind. Go right ahead. Yeah, I sent you guys a text uh, the other day because I had just recently watched The Social Network, uh, mm-hmm. and I talk about how I, you know I do lists, I do favorites probably too too often. Um, so I've always said that the three best movies of the 2000s were Brokeback Mountain, The Departed, and The Dark Knight, and I and I've said that. Several times I might have said it on the podcast and I'll, and I'll stick to it. 
And then I was thinking about the 2010s, and uh, and really the only one that came to mind for me that I think is a sure bet is uh, the Social Network. And I know Tiny, you mentioned Twelve Years a Slave, and and I'm and I have a feeling if I ever have the guts to see that again, it would probably be one of those movies too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Social Network, even a few years after the whole facebook boom has died down still works so well it's just such a good movie that script is is untouchable um Mm. even even the performances um jesse einzenberg is is i think a little over the top in his social ineptitude but it works and, and it works in a funny way um justin timberlake is fantastic i love andrew garfield just the whole movie works so well the pace uh, the script it's it's a near perfect movie and it's it's without a doubt my top movie of the 2010s still cool. um the other thing i want to mention is i saw robocop last week awesome <laughs> which as we uh we're recording this on monday february 17th um kind of peek behind the curtains here right and the weekend box office has it as a bomb it's a failure, really? which yeah. really bums me out because I thought it was awesome. Nice. I'm a big fan of the okay. original. I remember watching it with my dad uh, when I was probably way too young to watch it. In fact, Kevin uh, m- might have been too and too young to even remember that we watched it. Um, <laughs> but I loved it so much. And we we even got um, RoboCop action figures for Christmas. Do you remember that, Kevin? I remember the action figures. I don't remember watching the movie. Yeah. So we got the action figures, loved RoboCop, super excited about this movie. And I mean to do a adaptations and remake for the blog. Nice. Um, theobsessiveviewer.com. So look for that within, within a week or so. But I really, really liked it. I'm, I'm developing, I'm developing a man crush on Joel Kinnaman. Um, <laughs> I really liked him in the killing and I, and I think he's got some good things coming for him in the future. I won't say too much about the movie because it's just came out and I want people to see it for themselves, but there's a really haunting scene when you find out how much physically is left of Alex Murphy. Uh, they start to peel away the robotic layers and I audibly gasped when I saw it. Wow. And, Mm. and, uh, he performs the scene quite well. Great stuff. Uh, Gary Oldman is, is kind of like in a chameleon type role. Um, one of the guys I saw the movie with was like, who, who is that guy that is doing that? And I'm like, that's Gary Oldman. He's like, really? He looks crazy different. Um, Samuel L. Jackson was hilarious in it. It was good. I, I, I really appreciated the movie and I, and I recommend it. Nice. Awesome. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, I remember really being interested in the trailer and then (laughs) people saying, really? (laughs) That looked awful. But I'm huh. I'm gonna check it out at some point. It'll it'll be cool. Um, as for my puppery, I'm I mean, guys, I haven't been able to watch hardly anything lately, um, much less TV or, or or movies or anything. So I don't really have anything to really offer in terms of watching, except I've been rewatching House of Cards, uh, in preparation yeah. for starting season two, which came out a couple days ago. Um, it's it's, it's really making me antsy to finish it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, so I'm going to be working on that for the next few days, but I did get in the mail today. I love Amazon so much. Um, cause I pre-ordered game of Thrones season three on Blu-ray and it comes out tomorrow. Uh, and I got it today. So I'm like super excited for that. 
Awesome. So, so it'll be a busy week for me between House of Cards, Game of Thrones. I also need to catch up on True Detective and uh, How I Met Your Mother and all the other shows I watch. So, so that's my potpourri. Pre-order on Amazon. That reminds me of this last week's episode of New Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Schmidt has updated his apartment. Don't spoil, a, please. Oh, well, it's just really... I'll just tell a joke. I'm sorry. Close right, your ears. Right. Okay. He makes a quick... He goes, uh, you know, and you can watch anything on the TV you want to watch. We can watch a game. Football, basketball, of thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I love That's it. That's awesome. That's yeah. great. That's good. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, what do you got for us for Potpourri? I'll do two quick, quick little ones. Uh, just to bring up How I Met Your Mother. You talked about it saying you need to catch up. And yeah. I was getting bummed out at the beginning of the final season here, mm-hmm. but I feel like the last two, maybe three episodes are really picking up. I'm starting to feel like it's funny again. So nice. I'm, I'm just excited. Is it on tonight? No, I think it's another week, right? Uh, yeah. Got it. They're kind of holding it. out for the Olympics. Everybody's kind yeah. of holding out for Good. the Olympics. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm, I'm excited for, for the end of the se- of the series really, but Me I'm too. excited to see it get funny again and I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Um, the second thing, that's my TV, my movies. Um, I'm a little bit behind on movies, like Matt said, but one I just watched was Inside Lewin Davis, which nice. I really enjoyed watching it, and the music was amazing, and I, I've i been listening to the music aside from seeing the movie, but I, I'll be honest, I kind of don't get it, and Mike, maybe you can shed some light. I don't get the movie. Like, I don't I don't get what, what I'm supposed to take out of it or what how the way it ends, I don't understand. Um, well, it it can be confusing in that it wraps around. The first scene in the movie is actually the end of what happens chronologically. Right, right. You I, got, get you got that. I get the that. The end of the movie is that he's a sad dude and his life sucks. Okay. So it's, it's just a just tragedy. It's a vicious cycle of being a musician. Yes, exactly. In his case. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, just a tragedy. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it thoroughly throughout. Um, and the music was really, really good. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. Cool. That's awesome. Um, do we have anything else, or should we put a bow on this thing? I don't think so. Just want to say thank you to my brother for being yes. on. Thanks for doing this, Kevin. Thank you yeah, so thanks much for Kevin. having me, guys. I wanted to have you on for a while. This is fun. Yeah. Nice, nice. And uh, I'm sure that Mike has forgiven you for peeing in the truck. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. Great. I don't forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, that's great. Uh, I'll go ahead and count us out, I guess, if you, if we're done. Yep. Do it. All right. Awesome. Thanks again to Kevin for joining us today. Um, also thank you to Star Tissue for furnishing our theme song. Um, and then you can find us on Twitter at Obsessive Viewer, at Obsessive Tiny, at I am Mike White. And Kevin, can you find, can we find you on Twitter anywhere? Uh, I think it's vanilla underscore thunder. All right. Um, you can also, <laughs> you can also, um, you can also email us at ovpodcast at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, topics you want us to discuss, movies you want us to review, TV shows you want us to catch, or if you want to include an audio clip, we'll throw it into the episode and, and talk about you. Um, also like us on Facebook at, uh, says a viewer. Um, and then you can also, uh, Check out the blog at obsessiveviewer.com where we have tons of great articles and content. And also check out our sister site for book reviews at obsessivebooknerd.com as we're building an empire here. Um, 
other than that, vote for us for uh, podcast of the month at podcastland.com. And I think that about does it. Um, am I forgetting anything? Should I, anything else we need to plug or anything? Tiny's going to be starting it. his uh, Secular Perspective podcast fairly soon. Mm-hmm. We're really looking forward to that. Yeah. And other than that, you know, that's about it. Cool. Yeah. All right, cool. Oh, by the way, I wanted to say for all of you step up three watchers, all of you dancers out there, just remember, born from a boombox, BFOB, out. Uh, Please don't let that be the last word. <laughs> I was like, are we being quiet now? <laughs> BFOB! <laughs> Thank you for listening to the last yeah. ever episode of the Obsessive Viewer <laughs> Podcast. More like, sorry you listened. Yes. Mike's last episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. Yep. I'm having a hard time coming up with anything on the spot anyway. It's tough. <laughs> Mike, when you said guilty pleasures, I came up with a movie like instantly. <laughs> what is it? I'll save it. <laughs> okay. That's fine. I can think of one, but I know that there's more. Tiny Sisterhood Dean. of the Traveling Pants, Matt. <laughs> 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 I didn't see that in the theater. Um. Anyway. 